Switching gears now, as I mentioned at the top, Justify going for the uh, Triple Crown. He'll be the first since uh, American Pharaoh did it back in 2015. But I, I said this earlier, I haven't seen a horse quite run through the first two legs of the Triple Crown like Justify. Uh, joining us now uh, to either agree or disagree with me, we'll welcome him up. He knows way more about horse racing than I do. Uh, Jonathan Horowitz joins us now. Jonathan, before we get into uh, horse racing, uh, where are you uh, chatting with us from? I'm talking to you from Stockholm, Sweden, and I think I've completed some sort of a triple crown myself because being on your show three times to talk about each of the triple crown races, it's been from three different countries. It was Spain before the Kentucky Derby. It was back in Colorado before the Preakness, and now Sweden before the Belmont. And I've been covering Arabian horse races around the world for the Arabian Jockey Club and the Sheikh Mansour Festival, and it's been a great opportunity to see what, what really is a global sport taking place in so many countries, but it looks very different from country to country. So it's been a wonderful summer for me so far. Yeah, and when you talk about horse racing being global, where would you say in terms of the interest level, is America still at the top, or have you visited some countries that maybe – uh, love horse racing a little bit more than uh, we do? I think each country has its own major days of racing. And when you talk about the Triple Crown, the hundreds of thousands of people that come out for the, the Triple Crown races, well, the races I was covering on Wednesday on the National Day of Sweden in Stockholm, they had 50,000 people out there for this sort of festival-like race meeting. Uh, so it's really about the big events. I'd say the most popular in the world, um, United States, Great Britain, Australia. Um, but you could also make the argument about Japan and Hong Kong. Um, so it's just fascinating how global a sport it is. I think it's one of the truly global sports in terms of how it's played uh, all around the world at, at such a major level. Jonathan Horowitz joining us uh, live from Sweden here on Drive Time Sports. You can give him a follow at JJ Horowitz. I, I made the, the comment earlier, the way that Justify has gotten here just seems different in terms of just how good Justify has been through two legs of the Triple Crown. How would you compare the first two legs of the Triple Crown for Justify uh, when it comes to even American Pharaoh or maybe horses that have uh, gone for the Triple Crown in the past? The way Justify has won the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, it's been effortless. I don't think we've seen the full potential of Justify. He's very young, very inexperienced. If he wins the Triple Crown, no Triple Crown winner will have ever won the series with just six races under his belt. Justify didn't race last year as a two-year-old. So I still think we don't know how good he can potentially be because when he runs against his competition, he's not really giving his full effort. He's cantering. Mike Smith sometimes, the jockey sometimes puts him on a, a loose rein. Uh, but when you get to the Belmont, that's what's nicknamed the test of the champion. It's a mile and a half. So it's that extra ground, that uncharted territory Justify will be having the, the target on his back. There's no question that he's the best horse in the field, and 
you would say, okay, you know, it's his race to lose, but there's that mental aspect for the horse, whether he's challenged and pressured during the race and also the mental aspect for the connection, building him up, the culmination of three really tough races in five weeks, and also for the jockey, too, to be able to handle the moment. I think Justify has all the boxes that you want to check with the trainer, Bob Baffert, having won the Triple Crown already with American Pharaoh, and with Mike Smith being such a veteran jockey and, and able to ride as good a race as, as any jockey can. So they still have to run the race, but um, this is the opportunity for Justify to go from a great horse to being really a, an equine immortal when it comes to the sport of horse racing. Jonathan Horwitz joining us here on Drive Time Sports. So who's the biggest threat to Justify? The biggest threat to Justify is Justify. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, I think the way you kind of run the Belmont Stakes would almost be like a, a swimmer like Michael Phelps where you're kind of focused on your own race and, and don't get too caught up in, in how the, the competition goes. Now, in terms of the other horses, Another very young, inexperienced horse that people are expecting a big race from is Hofberg. This was a horse that closed well in the Florida Derby, ran into all kinds of traffic trouble in the Kentucky Derby, and still managed to finish seventh and perhaps trying to follow on the heels of Bravazzo, who was sixth in the Kentucky Derby, and then nearly ran down Justify in the Preakness. So those two horses had rough goes in the Kentucky Derby with a clean trip in the Belmont and the longer distance, especially with the experienced connections that they have, they could be gunning for the upset, uh, but, but it's justified race to lose without a doubt. We will get to see uh, all that is Gronkowski going off at 12-1 to odds. What can you tell us about this uh, horse that's kind of, as you can imagine, has uh, hit the mainstream a little bit because of its name? Absolutely, uh, but the funny thing is, Gronkowski doesn't come from New England. He actually comes from Old England. He he uh, has raced in England, uh, and he comes over to America. He had the hopes of running in the Kentucky Derby, but but he suffered a setback. So now he's pointing to the Belmont. He's won four races in a row, but this will be a completely different ball game for him because it's the first time he'll be running on dirt. It's the first time he'll be going a mile and a half. He's an intriguing horse, uh, but, but he's a bit of an unknown at the moment. But, you know, at the same time, when Rob Gronkowski got into the NFL, uh, he, he kind of took the tight end position and, and revolutionized it, and that's what the horse Gronkowski will try to do on Saturday. Let's go a little bit deeper here for the entertainment purposes only, right? Uh, who? So if Justify is who you're going with to win, who are you taking to finish behind him? Um, that's a good question, and uh, I think Bravazzo could have a, another good race in him. Bravazzo and Justify are going to be the only two horses in the field to actually run in all three Triple Crown races. Uh, and, and I think they've been two of the stronger three-year-olds. And really, you know, when it came down to the end of the Preakness, if the race were 100 yards longer, Bravazzo may have passed Justify. That doesn't take anything away from Justify. He won the race. He did enough to win. He went through a, a very um, tough race being pressured by Good Magic. But 
Uh, I'll pick Bravazzo for second, and I'll put Hoffberg up there as well. And, and piggybacking on something you were talking about before I came on, uh, with the change of jerseys with, with the Nuggets, one of the interesting things about this Triple Crown is that Justify is going to be changing jerseys. In the first two races, he ran in the white silks of the Windstar Farm, but he also has uh, co-owners with the China Horse Club, so he'll be wearing a different uniform. I don't think there's ever been a Triple Crown winner who changed up the silks that they wear for the, the last race. So, uh, I, I don't know. It, 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 it's a luck type of thing. Uh, he, he's going to be trying to make history as one of the few Triple Crown winners, and uh, he's going to be doing it his own way, having not raced as a two-year-old, and now changing up the uniform he wears, too. Mm. Well, there's our talking point on Monday if he doesn't come through. Always the uniform change that uh, totally threw him off. You can follow Jonathan on Twitter at JJ Horwitz, and then make sure you see him up at uh, Arapahoe Park. Now they have racing uh, every Saturday and Sunday this month and next month, plus a lot of Monday races, so there's a ton going on up at Arapahoe Park, so make sure you check it out if you'd like to see some ponies in person. Jonathan, safe travels back to Colorado, and we'll uh, reconvene uh, on uh, Monday. Monday, one way or another, I'd like to have you back on to chat about how the Belmont went down. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I just have to make it through Denmark and Iceland, and then I'll be back in Colorado <laughs> and at Arapahoe Park on Saturday. Yeah, j just a quick little jaunt. Thanks, jo Jonathan. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Jonathan Horowitz joining us here on Drive Time Sports.